Disclaimer. The following program features language not suitable for all audiences, and the expressed opinions found within this program are a reflection of those who feature on the Pop Culture Effect podcast. Welcome to the Pop Culture Effect. I'm Rockin' Rob, and on this show, I bring my closest friends together to talk about all of the news happening in our pop culture world around us. I am joined today by my two friends, my two confidants, Gemini. Hello. And Menace. Hello. I almost called you Blaze for a second there, but he is not here because he's wow. tummy gremlins. But as we alluded to at the tail end of last episode, this episode's going to be all about anime and the news around it. Because, you know, Anime Expo happened. There's been a lot of other stuff that's been announced over the past month, two months. It's happening. Yeah. A lot of stuff is going on. But I think, at least for my childhood, the most important story to talk about is uh, the Naruto Storm thing, but I feel like that's going to have a lot more to it. So I think we should go with the more actually notable announcement, which was the Jujitsu the ju- Kaisen game. Thank you. The Jujitsu Kaisen game. Tyler, take it away from me before I screw up any further. <laughs> Okay, so the Jujutsu Kaisen game is called Curse Clash, and it's actually looking pretty cool. Uh, it's a 2v2 action game made by Bandai Namco, so people are kind of skeptical that it's going to be like uh, the uh, Demon Slayer one, uh, where it took forever for them to get other characters and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But apparently it's a 2v2 action game where you can play as both Jujutsu sorcerers, like the main characters and stuff, and you can also play as curses, and you get to choose your partner, uh, and then you kind of go through and either fight each other other uh there hasn't been anything on the story a story mode yet and there's also been no release date for it but it is been confirmed that it is coming to everything ps4 ps5 nintendo switch xbox one and xbox series s and pc interesting well that ought to be nice for the weeb gamers not like possibly for the pc variants pc variant game variants of games always have a pretty decent modding community I'm more interested in seeing who they're going to have or how far the story is going to go. Is this going to be an online game, like online fighting? Because if that's the case, that would prevent it from being as easily moddable. It's going to be kind of like the Demon Slayer one, where there's a story mode where you get to choose... You choose two people from the team to be in your fight, and then uh, you'll have also just like a 2v2 normal mode. Okay. Yeah, from what I saw of the gameplay, it looked like it was... I don't want to say rock, paper, scissors, but like it had a lot of different fighting styles. Like you had Yuji more of a f- like fighter base. You get to remember. use what was you get to thing? use all the techniques from all the different characters essentially that they've shown in the anime so far. Yeah, what's the what's the girl's name? I can't remember. There's a few. Uh, uh, you'd have to be main, more specific. The, the, the brunette. Um, she her name is uh, Nombaka. Non Nombaka. The one with the hammer and nails. Or Nombaki. Yes, something like that. Well, yeah, she she's going to have more of a long-range style, but the one I'm really interested in is... Oh, the black-haired character. I literally need to rewatch. Uh, Megumi is his Megumi. name. I love how I didn't even remember the fact that Megumi is the, my favorite character from Konosuba. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, his is more going to be like a... 
if you if you're familiar with the storm games kind of like a puppeteer character where he's well yeah he summons he summons a shinigami that's kind of his thing in the anime is that he summons different spirits that he can control i think the, the character i'm most excited for is the panda panda is real cool oh, and I'm, yeah. I'm i'm excited to see how he plays in, in the uh screen we did get to see uh sukuna as well and i'm so interested because i I don't know. I feel like they could do one of two things. They could, like, for the domain expansions, I feel like it could either be an ultimate or be an awakening. It'll. Uh, my guess is it'll be like an ultimate move in Ninja Storm, where it'll it'll hit you and then go into a cutscene. Uh, just because of how domain expansions work in the anime, they're meant to keep people in, and it's like a ultimate one shot. Your move will always hit, kind of thing. I I get that, but I feel like it could also be cool if like you if you activate it before you hit the ultimate and it actually changes the the map environment around you. Well, even even in the anime, it doesn't change the entire environment around you. It's like a little bubble. It's a that's true. It's just a it's a in, it's like your own yeah. It's a pocket dimension. There you go. Uh yeah, I'm I'm super excited to just like get my hands on some actual gameplay beyond the four characters that were shown off cuz I don't know I just feel like they showed a lot. some but it was like in frames we got to see Gojo do his uh his one of his techniques Gojo was teleporting so like I feel like he's going to be yeah. a top tier character It looks like there's like a wide range of like area to fight into so right. wondering if you can like use some of the environment to your advantage and stuff like that but yeah going from another game that's being talked about a lot and it's uh it's a game that i hold dear to my heart the naruto storm franchise is getting their new game connections and they've been showing a lot of gameplay comparing that to like budokai the, the new budokai announcement there's there's been like an ocean of gameplay and content that have been talked about but uh Gemini, what have you been able to find pertaining to Storm Connections? Uh, well, I haven't been able to find much because it seems like they're, I mean, it was like a lot of it was announced at the Anime Expo for this year, but it does seem like they're trying to keep a little bit under wraps. Um, <clears throat> obviously, because it is, you know, Naruto Boruto, they're going to, and it's the newest iteration of it, they're going to have a lot of the more recent characters that showed up in probably like um the more recent episodes and releases of the manga they did announce these two new characters that are going to be added that have never been um revealed before i think even in the series yeah they're game exclusive characters and the first is i just i lost his name his name is mers he has a very interesting design where he looks like he's got one it looks like he is an antagonist of some kind because it, it literally says mysterious man who plans to start the war so like ooh, <laughs> and everything but he's kind of giving me like um i don't know goatee man with like wraps for a head i don't know um he's heavily scarred and everything so that's the one character and then the other one is nanashi i guess she was like the announcer from the previous game from what it seems like and it had a little weird quip about it uh, yeah, she was a guide in the in. Oh no, uh, Nanashi is a guide from an unpopular, in, or a popular in-universe online game, Ninja Heroes, and then in parentheses and possibly Kishimoto's fan Naruto Sakura offspring. Oh god! When I first <laughs> saw that character, that's literally the first thing I thought of. I'm like, this literally looks like the kid of Sasuke and, or Naruto and Sakura. Yeah, so... and people like even uh, a lot of people are like like wondering like, is this like Kishimoto's little like ha ha little uh, alternate universe character which I mean it's his story he can you know create any character he wants to whether or not they'd be canon or not you know and mm -hmm. hasn't the series already delved in like alternate universe kind of things anyway so I mean 
I think that was more time travel and or the infinite Tsukuyomi dream states. I don't think they've actually acknowledged if there is. Well, no. Wasn't it one of the movies? Didn't one of the movies delve into that? It was one of the, like, when they were... I think it was one of the Shippuden movies. I think I only saw the first one, so I'm not 100% sure on this, but I'm 90% sure that like Naruto and Sakura were thrown into this like alternate universe and every like, cause, cause like everyone was like kind of the opposite where uh, like Hinata was like this seductress bitch and um, Sasuke was like an awkward, um, like an awkward guy, I think. Unfortunately, that was not the movies. That was the Infinite Tsukuyomi uh, filler. That. Uh... Oh, okay. So, all right. Never mind. I thought it was like an alternate universe kind of thing. And I mean, maybe in some weird way it could have been, because you know the Infinite Tsukuyomi is kind of weird, but, like yeah, its right. mechanics and such. It's you know they're having a special story mode, and I'm assume or from what it says, these two characters, especially Mets, Mert, Mers, my bad, not Mets. Uh, Mers, I think, is going to be part of play a big role in the story mode. Yeah, it says. Mers is an antagonistic devotee of fan favorite Pain, so I guess he is like, yeah, he's like a Pain cultist, from what it seems like. So that's pretty much all they've really revealed is just these two original game exclusive characters of that. I mean, it seems interesting. It seems fun. I haven't played a lot of the Storm series because I preferred the um, stuff before Storm, the, the PS2 variants of Naruto Ultimate Ninja. I love the shit out of those games. Ninja Storm isn't bad, honestly. They're they're really good. And I honestly, I would give this a try. I mean, I'm definitely intrigued by it. Uh, I'm intrigued by the new gameplay mechanics because, you know, new game, new characters, mm-hmm. new ways to play the game. And going off on the story of the game, the one thing that I noticed, I I don't necessarily think it was outright told or, like, referenced, but it seemed as though with this new original story, Sasuke and Naruto's alignments were kind of, like, switched, whether whether that's with Naruto being controlled and being turned against the village. I I don't know. I've just always been interested in the concept of Naruto being the antagonist. So. I kind of like that idea too. Cause I don't like... know if it's fully confirmed. It, it's like the, the the only concrete information that we have is in the first frame of Naruto being shown in the trailer. It's, it shows like a little glint in his eye, but mm-hmm. who knows what that could be. You're listening to the Pop Culture Effect on CJSW 90.9 FM. That'd be a really interesting concept of like a story because I, because you know, gonna be honest, as much as I like Naruto is the first anime I ever got into, so it holds a very dear spot in my heart. I never actually heavily cared for Naruto and Sasuke because for Naruto, like, yeah, I liked him more, but his personality was kind of grating at times. And then yeah. with Sasuke, God, I couldn't stand him because of his personality, because of how he acted. I couldn't stand him. But I would like to see their roles reversed. And in a sense, how would the story go? Would they keep Sasuke's personality where he's kind of like, you know, a depressing little bitch? Or would he be more how he was when he was younger before he got severely traumatized? (laughs) I feel like he got traumatized at an early age, though. Well, yeah, that's why he's how he is. Because he he lived through such trauma at an early age. Wouldn't anybody, if they literally saw their big brother murder their whole family when they're like 10 and then like in order to like you know keep him safe he's like i never loved you and i'll kill you in an instant little side tangent 
No, we were talking about the Sasuke Naruto thing. Uh, apparently, one of the new things that came out is that uh, the Yellow Flash is getting his own manga, like his own four-chapter manga all. series. I did yes. hear about that. Yeah, yeah they're uh, doing a story, and, like a prequel kind of thing. Yeah, but it was actually a community vote to who got their, their own chapters. And Sakura nearly beat out. I know. Gonna be honest, I kind of wouldn't mind that. Because here's the thing. Sakura's actually a really good character. People harp on her because of the fact that when she was 12, which, mind you, she was 12 in the beginning of the series, all she cared about was Sasuke. Which, yeah, that's annoying. That's an annoying-ass character. But, the, but, but it that also didn't sucks. Just, it didn't... That didn't just stop then. No, it didn't. But the thing is, if she was written a little bit better to where she had more to her personality than just Sasuke, then, yeah. Yeah, I think she could have had potential to be a really good character because she actually isn't bad once she actually grows as a person. I've always kind of liked her and I feel she had potential, it's just she was kind of written poorly in the beginning. I don't dislike her as a character either, but the fact of every every fight that she gets into and she's like, she's trained to be this mega strong physical strength type person and she just, she gets one hit in and then she gets bodied. Like I said, I think it's still the fact that even though she has grown, she's still kind of written not the greatest. That falls more on Kishimoto not really writing female characters that well, but I'm not going to go into that tangent, but I do have a whole last tangent for that. Um, and also, I feel like it also has to do with just the overall power creep that Boruto introduced. Like, I feel like the characters in Boruto are a lot stronger than the characters that were in Shippuden. Well, that's kind of, that probably because he wants to go for that, like, you know children will be better than their parents kind of thing so that whole like archetype the children will surpass their their parents and masters mm -hmm. and such and what better way to show that than the next generation being stronger than the previous one i mean they technically did that with naruto's generation being stronger than the generation before which was like jiraiya and the not like they were the next sanin and they were considerably stronger than the previous generation that was always my favorite moment of the war arc just their summons and them really coming in to being the new legendary sanin but yeah so it's a common theme that i think that is just part of it where the next generation will be stronger than the last it's a common theme with a lot of stories honestly i just wish that Instead of having Naruto's kid, we just had a whole series about Konohamaru. Yeah, we got robbed. That would have been great. We got robbed with Konohamaru. Gonna be honest, I don't like a lot of the designs for the characters in Boruto. I know this is gonna be a really weird tangent, but the character designs for Konohamaru's friends in the original Naruto were actually referenced in a Ben 10 episode. I, yeah, it, <laughs> they were. I remember seeing that episode and I was like, oh! It was great. But uh, yeah, speaking, going back to your point of new generation, being like surpassing the old there is a new game with a new anime coming out from the creator of Dragon Ball and I'm super excited for Sandland this is the, the story is basically it's a desolate world where water has become a scarcity I really hope that never happens to the real world, but the the main cast is an older gentleman, and I'm not sure if it's actually Beelzebub or just a demon, but it's it's this really cool um, post-apocalyptic like desert wasteland where they have to fight demons, and it's it's actually kind of short, like when you're taking into consideration the manga, but hopefully when they actually bring it to an, an animated format they'll be able to add their own distinctions, br like broaden the overall scope of it and maybe add more to it. But the game, 
looks to be a an adventure RPG where you're you have there's plenty of vehicles to traverse the land and you're fight you're you're fighting monsters and completing missions and the art the art style is great the overall feel of it is great and I mean am I sad that he is moving on to a new project yes but I'm fairly certain he's still gonna be uh they're still going to be retroactively keeping Dragon Ball alive because Dragon Ball is literally the biggest anime in probably all of history. But yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say for Sandland coming from one of the big three, the creators of one of the big three Dragon Ball. But switching to another big three game... We have uh, Menace. You you've been looking up this Bleach game. Uh, yeah. So th- uh, it's called Bleach Soul Resonance. It's actually made by the same people that made Marble Snap Newverse, which Marble Snap actually isn't that bad. They're doing a 3D uh, action RPG game. So instead of the normal like Bleach games that we have had, where they're like turn-based or gotcha games, this is this one's actually like sets you down as Ichigo. It covers at least the entirety of the entire Soul Society arc and Waco Mundo arc. Oh. And it's said to have low latency combat experience with weapons and swords and engage in strategic battles. Like the AI will actually block and use different moves, counterattack you really? from what we've seen. Yeah. Uh, so far what they've shown is the fight between Ichigo and Kenpachi and between Ichigo and Byaki Kuchiki. I've always liked uh, Kenpachi. He's one of my favorite of the uh, Soul Reapers. So it looks like you'll actually be able to go through as as the team and shit can i play as hanataro god yeah <laughs> he's my favorite character i like him for his personality that's what they all say. he's kind of an asshole no he's not he's a goofy later in the later in the series like he makes a lot of passive aggressive comments because he's been bullied his whole life wouldn't you so can oh it, with it, captain unohana nah did, did they be perfectly fine with getting bullied it looked really good and i feel like it really could have been a good uh uh, console game. So, like, why? Like, is, did they give any information as to why it's a mobile game? Bleach has never really had a console. Like, they haven't given any information. But from what I've gleaned from it, it's uh, just that Bleach hasn't really had a console release. They more want to stick to the mobile games because in Japan, mobile games are like the highest market. That's. A good I point. think the only Bleach games I've seen on a console was some of the fighting games for the Wii, and that was it. There's been no story game for Bleach. Yeah, yeah. like it was a fighting game, so it had like you know the fighting game story modes. But, like, that's just, you know, fight after fight after fight. There's no actual story. But, like, that's the only, like, Bleach title games that I know are on console. And, again, it was the Wii. And the Wii was one of the highest-selling consoles in Japan for a long time. Like, I kind of understand why they probably decided to jump on the bandwagon of the Wii's success and popularity and publish a game or two for that console. But after the Wii, like, kind of died out, they, yeah, they never went went to any other console. I mean, Nintendo did indoctrinate an entire generation to buy a console. Console. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was one of their most like popular and well done consoles, next to probably the you know the like the SNES and the NES and everything. So I mean, of course they're gonna the you know they're gonna be like, all right, well I guess since it's doing so well, I guess we can slap a Bleach game on there. But what about the Virtual Boy though? Why wasn't there any Bleach games for the? <laughs> 
<laughs> because oh I don't gosh. think Bleach is out during the Virtual Boy's success. Success? No, release. Yeah, as if it, as if that console ever had any success in its lifespan. <laughs> Maybe one person enjoyed the Virtual Boy. That monochromatic red is just permanently bleached uh, in my memory. That one, that one person enjoyed it, and then. <laughs> figured out that their eyes were so bad they couldn't do anything else yeah he was yeah so, he, but maybe he was... it, maybe maybe it gained success because there was one dude out there who loved his virtual boy oh yeah but he had the vir the mint condition virtual boy and the power glove <laughs> i'm sure there are nintendo fanboys out there who do have them i mean but, nostalgia but, is uh, a powerful little thing but kind of going back to this i do hope that this does well because if it does that means that a console release of a story-based bleach game could be on the way right i hope it does well too i mean i i know it's gonna be a gotcha there's gonna be microtransactions up its ass so it's That's not a gotcha no that they said it's a 3d rpg this one isn't a gotcha this well, one yeah, is like actually it's... just going in and following the stories you're not getting different versions of the characters or anything so so there's no there's no pulse it's a it's a full-on it's a no it's a full-on rpg there's no oh. gotcha in it. That's good. There will probably be microtransactions, but no game is safe from that. The name's Gemini, and you're listening to the Pop Culture Effect on CJSW 90.9 FM. But I, I, if it is like an RPG setting, what I could see them doing is like, oh, you know, buy this little package and, you know, you can have Ichigo wear this instead of what he normally wears in the story. You know, Linka has a cosmetics or something. I can see them doing that. Um, or you said it's an RPG, so hopefully you would pay for the game, which sucks sometimes paying for phone games. But if it if phone games are really really popular in Japan, then I feel like they wouldn't have like bat an eyelash dropping a couple buckaroonies for oh, yeah. a mobile game. Some actual RPGs though are really good in Japan. For I don't know about you, but sometimes I'll download some Japanese ones and they're actually like really well made, full on stories. Like some of the MMOs for phones are even really good. Are you saying? Played... My phone's too stinky for that stuff. It don't work too well. Are you saying you played Genshin Impact? No. I mean, I, I played it, but I didn't pay anything for it. Well, you paid with your lifespan. Yeah. I barely, I barely played it, but yeah, I just wanted to try it out. I've, I'll admit, I've been tempted, but I'm like, mm, no. Yeah, I, I just feel like mobile games that just have had a bad rap as of late. Well, it's because most of them are labeled as free, and then they're bloated with ads that don't make any sense and slow your phone down to oblivion, and then because of the fact they're so bloated with ads, they barely work half the time. Well, and even if they do work, those are then like you still American can't do anything. Yeah, that's true. And the few American-made ones that do run pretty decently, even then, like, there's... Yeah. It's... It, they're a mess, and I'm sure, like, the mobile game community or, like, that side of gaming, especially, as you said, the Japanese ones that are very good, or even, like, maybe South Korean ones, Um, I'm sure mm -hmm. they're great, but for me, I often... One, my phone sucks, and two, I don't have the attention span sometimes for phone games. Like, I'll play them for two days, and then I'll forget they're there. That's fair. I feel that. Speaking of games that are going to be forgotten in a week, there was an announcement for an Avatar Airbender game, and oh. I originally thought this was just coming out for the Switch, but this is actually coming out, I'm fairly certain, for all platforms. Right now, there's only a PlayStation and, and uh, Nintendo trailer. There hasn't been any, uh, tra like any Xbox trailer, 
but it is called Avatar The Last Airbender Quest for Balance, and I want to say right now, this the concept of this game is really cool because it is a 3D um, platform puzzle game, and you get to control all four characters, and that's really cool. And they, they even showed in the gameplay that you can like have Aang master all four elements. My problem is this game looks like it was made in 2010. The graphics are awful, and the animations are poo-poo. And it, it's not something that I would really feel would be a good representation of how, especially with Avatar Studios coming back, you really want to build the hype, and I just feel like this is kind of a disappointment, to be honest. I also feel like switching from, like, because the Avatar art style itself is really good, but mm -hmm. switching that to a three-dimensional plane yeah. is really hard without making it look like cel-shaded, cartoony, blocky kind of deal. Kind of. Well, I job. think I think with how far game engines have come through, or in the past couple, I'd say past decade, it's probably much more easier to translate that art style into a 3D sense. But yeah, back when the when like Avatar was at its peak and they were releasing games where it was kind of awkward, it did look a bit weird. Because I remember I had the first one that was released, I think, and it wasn't bad, but it didn't look the greatest, I will admit. And so I feel like with the more recent game engines, it is probably possible to pull that style off, but you're not wrong that it is still kind of awkward. Oh yeah, I don't know, like, I, I just feel like this is going to be a game... F one, I feel like this game would be a lot better if it wasn't going to be released for the Switch, because I just feel like the Switch version is going to drag down, like, every other version. Yeah, and also, it's a platformer. It, like, I just feel like... If, That's I not what I want in my Avatar game. Yeah, exactly. yeah I don't want a puzzle platformer. Like, what? Exactly. You want an adventure RPG, not I a platformer. I want a I risk want, simulator. I want bending battles, what do you mean? No, I want yeah, like... I want countrywide wars where I just send ships of people to different lands to conquer the world. And you're gonna play Where's Civilization our... but Avatar? Yes. Yeah. No. Why haven't like, they honestly... made that as a DLC? That's that's like money just on the table. Okay, but no, I feel that they should do not open world, but semi open world. So we're like, you know, because open world games, as great as they can be, sometimes do run into a few issues. So that's why I'm saying semi open world game where it's, you know, it follows the story of Avatar, but you still have a, you know, you can, it's still a form of a sandbox in the sense where you can kind of do things at your own pace. I think they should do that. That'd be a great idea. Yeah, because then they could go to like the Fire Nation castle, they could go to the Earth City, they could go to the Water Tribe, and then. Yeah. Yeah, and like that's what I'm saying. Warren bossing, say. <laughs> but like that's what I'm saying. Like a semi-open world where, like you know, in when you're in like the Earth Kingdom, you know, the area you're at is open world. But like you know, you can't go from like you know bossing say to like the desert or whatever in one fell swoop because you know one, I know most game engines can handle that nowadays, and that's what they're doing, and that's what can be done. But like I said, you can run into the issue of the game feeling empty. Another game, Hogwarts Legacy, kind of did fall into that pitfall. Of it was open world, but it was kind of empty in some spots, a lot of spots. So, you know, semi-open world where, you know, the area you're in is 
open world and it's free, but it's not the entire map. And it should be like a form of an action RPG where it does follow the story. And I think that'd be really cool because not only could you very easily follow the entirety of the show, but then you can expand on it by the fact that it's, you know, you can do like other things like side quests or other things for characters and everything. And you could even have like a recruitment system to, you know, recruit people to help you, especially when you get towards the end when you are, you know, preparing to fight the Fire Nations. I think that'd be great. I want to I wanna bring Iroh on my team and just tank the entire Fire Nation. Everybody wants Iroh on their team. <laughs> Because, like, that's what always saddened me about the, the the Avatar games is that they never... They were kind of, like, weird offshoots. Yeah, it was, it was just, just like, random. one... one it was, like, an episode more than an actual, like, story game. Yeah, it was, like, an episode or two, but it was, like, almost like an offshoot of said episode. It was very strange. Like, I didn't play Burning Earth, but, like, it seemed kind of out of nowhere, the story. It was kind of weird. And the first one was weird. I don't know. It was just kind of strange, and I just... I felt... Then again, when those games came out, that was this like the height of games made for shows and movies where they didn't do anything with the actual story of the media they were making a game of. They were kind of making their own spinoff. Oh god, the Kung Fu Panda game just popped into my head as soon as you said that. Yeah, like that was that era of like um, media games, of movies to games or shows to games, where they kind of made a spin-off versus just recreating the actual movie into a game. Yeah. Which is weird, and I don't know why they did that, because nine chances out of ten, the game normally wasn't that good. Normally. Normally. Uh, every Usually. time. Because, like, Avatar came out, and then they released an Avatar game not too long after. I, I don't know how long it took before it was released. Rather than following the story of Avatar, you played as these twin Na'vi characters or something? I don't know. I didn't play. I remember looking up about it because I was con I was intrigued that they had one. I'm like, oh, shoot, can I play as Jake's, like, Jake Sully or whatever? And, like... Jake Sully. <laughs> and, like, you know, do all the shit that you do in Avatar. And it's like, nah, you play as these twin Na'vi Avatar people. And I'm like, what? Where the fuck Is are they from? Is that how you feel about like, the new one? The new game that's coming out or the movie? The new game. No, because I think at this point it was, like, like it off the bat said that it was going to be, like, an RPG where I think you I think you're, you would be able to create your own character. I think I'll you, check. No, you're playing as a, as a different uh, Na'vi. You're actually playing uh, who was raised by... Uh, well, to be fair, I did say I was trying to avoid any form of spoilers from it, so I actually don't know shit about the game. That's fair. No, you're playing uh, as the <laughs> and your goal is to burn down the tree. Oh, God. But that already happened can in I, the first movie. Can I, can I lose the game, then? No. <laughs> I just lose? Even when you lose, you still win. No. <laughs> you're listening to the Pop Culture Effect on CJSW 90.9 FM. Uh, speaking of moments where people are gonna win god that that's been my worst <laughs> what a segue anyways we are finally seeing the boruto manga and anime go into their time skip at that first moment of the first episode of boruto with the crushed wall of the hokages and kawaki and boruto standing off against one another that is finally actually gonna happen so trin what has been what's been going on with that well for one uh i was gonna say so it's it looks like it says the manga has entered a short hiatus for four months which obviously we're starting the boruto timescape which on one hand that's cool 
On the other hand, why? Why are we repeating this? Hey, we have to go for, it, like, just like Naruto, Boruto has to go through their four months of filler. I guess. It's not even four months of filler. It's just more, I like, the hiatus is fine. I understand that. The whole thing's it's been just, filler. But it's like, why are we doing another time skip? Like, we did that with Naruto to show the progression of him growing and, you know, getting stronger and maturing. Maturing. Physically, not so much mentally. <laughs> but, like, you know... Like, why are we doing it one for Boruto? Like, I think you just answered your own question to show his growth and uh. I mean, okay, to be fair, I haven't really watched much of Boruto, so I don't really actually know where the f the story is right now, aside from what it seems like Naruto and Sasuke are back at their power or something, and there was like a big fight. I get it. Yeah, it's been getting pretty crazy, especially with like what they're doing with Code, I'm pretty sure his name is, and the, like, the one thing that I was super interested in was the fact that they brought, they technically brought back the Tentails as, like, just, like, goop monsters. So you said that, like, what, it ended with Boruto and Kawaki, like, doing a face-off against each no, other? No, 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 uh, that that's gonna be where it comes back to. Like, that's gonna be the time skip that we get to when the hiatus is over. So it's basically another version of Naruto and Sasuke. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Were fighting when he uh, had the first. That's kind of what I was trying to get at. Like, Naruto was great. I didn't watch much of Boruto, mostly because I kind of found the character designs really stupid, and I didn't really like some of the names. But that's besides the point. The fact that he's kind of repeating this is... I, I mean, it's more of a repetition than you think, because when you really think about it, Naruto was a boy who had a demon inside him, and Boruto was a boy with uh, Otsutsuki inside him, and both of, the, both of the entities are trying to fight for control, so... Except Naruto had a better backstory. Yeah, like, I get it. Boruto, like, was neglected by his papa because Naruto was a busy Hokage. Wow. He had to get the milk. Because he actually did what he said he was going to do. Yeah, wow. My daddy is too busy at the office, wow. So you're telling <laughs> like, me... <laughs> You're telling me that Naruto couldn't create a single shadow clone to just sit in a in a He field. did. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying he he couldn't make a shadow clone to just sit in a field and, ab and absorb nature energy so that way he would never get tired and destroy a clone on the birthday of one of his kids. I don't f***ing know, dude. I kind of don't really like how Naruto is written in Boruto. I don't like because, how he like, looks in Boruto. Yeah, no, he looks a little funky too, but I don't like how he was written. Because, like, Naruto doesn't seem like the type of person who would abandon his family for work because he knows what it's like to not have a family. I mean, yeah, I get it. You could go down the route, oh, well, he's never had a family, so he doesn't, he wouldn't know how to be a family man. He wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, I get that. Maybe when Boruto was a baby, but the thing is, you think, once he's older he would realize oh you know i didn't have a family i should probably be there for my family so it's not a repetition but no he's too <laughs> stupid i mean to be fair he is trying to protect the whole village i get that but at the same time i don't like how his character was portrayed and written and they you, did my poor boy dirty if you had to deal with the type of son boruto is would you not just want to constantly just not he acts around? like that because naruto wasn't around that's the only reason boruto acts like that maybe he just wasn't somebody that people wanted to be around no it's a common thing with children when they're not getting attention from their parents they act out because that's the only thing that gets them attention from their parents 
I mean, Naruto. That's the same out. reason Naruto acted out because he didn't have parents. Yeah, he didn't have parents, so he wasn't the even. The person that was supposed to be there neglected him too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you'd think because Naruto's been neglected, he'd be like, "Oh shit, maybe I shouldn't neglect my kids," and he does. The third Hokage was like, "Minato, don't worry, I'll make sure to take care of your son." Through the whole first There's some milk. And also, we are all shunning you now. I know I am the Hokage, and I basically speak for the village, but everybody in the village just hates you. I think he, like, paid for his, like, apartment and everything, but, like, ooh. It was it. Yeah. No, he actually, but, um, so actually won a sweepstakes at the ramen place, and he was just able to win an apartment. I do kind of like the relationship he had with the ramen people. The, the ramen people? You mean the owner and his daughter? Yes, I couldn't remember the name for the top off the top of my head for a second. I can't either. Ayame was the daughter. (laughs) Ayame, I think, was the daughter, and I don't remember her dad's name. I like Um, how you recognize the daughter's name, but not the main guy. Look, it may have to be because I was recently reading something about her not too long ago, but it has nothing to do with that. Isn't it like Ichiraku? Isn't it like the name of the ramen? Well, yeah, Yeah. Ichiraku, but like I don't remember the dad's name, but I remember the daughter's name. I think that's what is. I think that's his name, though. Well, that's their that's their last name. Yeah, that's that's. No, that's their family name is Ichiraku, yeah, but, in, but in her Anna... name is whatever. I'm, we're not going to talk about that. Regardless, <laughs> yes, they have. They pretty much ended the current time frame of Boruto. They're, it's going to be going on a hiatus for like four months, and they're picking up with the time skip, which I think is kind of a dumb idea. Who knows where they're going to go with the time skip? Because when this happened to Naruto, we didn't <laughs> know what was going to go on. We didn't know it was going to go down. Probably more shit with the alien horned moon demons. I mean, or some random shit from out of left field because they're like 30 years into the future. And maybe of course with actual years, aliens. Yeah, who knows? Maybe some meat morphs are gonna descend upon the earth. Who knows? <laughs> um, so, okay, so with where the manga is at, I, I, don't, I don't even know if this is like real or if this is like fake news. But apparently there is actually like an Otsutsuki god above all the other Otsutsukis. So... We'll see where that goes. They're they're falling into that category of there's it's the same thing with Dragon Ball. It's just we got to make some ridiculously overpowered new guy to. F- well, yeah, because how's Goku gonna get a new form? How's Boruto gonna get a new form? He already got a new form, but he's got exactly. Like, he's got Momoshiki blood in him now. He's got that Momoshiki dog in him. But uh, speaking of animes that have dogs in them, this one doesn't have a dog in them. <laughs> But it's got that energy, and I am actually super excited for it. It's the Suicide Squad Isekai, and I just want to say that the character designs for Harley and Joker are, like, awesome. I love the painted-on smile on Joker's face. But, yeah, so this is an anime where I don't actually know for sure, but I'm pretty sure Amanda Waller just sends Joker and Harley to an actual Isekai where there's orcs and demons and i'm pretty sure they're gonna be the the protagonists and i'm kind of i'm kind of down for that oh that's interesting i don't know how to feel about yeah i don't know how to feel about joker being the protagonist that isn't in white knight no 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 it's not even gonna it's not even about don't you mean moon knight no no uh, well one moon knight is marvel but white knight was a i don't 
No. White Knight was a Moon Knight's a different character. That came out. It was basically what happened if if Joker was cured of his insanity. Um. Yeah, but that never ends well. Anyways, the art style looks crazy. The character designs for like the enemies that they face in the new world look great. It it's a real like especially after I don't know if it was I think I'm pretty sure it was Batman Samurai or it was Ninja. I don't know which, but it was Samurai. Like that one had a really crazy art style too, and I just, I'm I'm kind of giddy over this new age of where DC can have animes. Like I know Marvel had an anime too, mostly featuring Deadpool, but like I, I don't know. I just I really appreciate this embrace of anime culture in like Marvel. You know who who all from the Suicide Squad is going to be in it? Not the, the literally the only characters I've seen so far in the 40 seconds that was revealed was Joker, Harley and uh Amanda Waller. So I assume like with a full-fledged trailer we'll see Amanda Waller send all of Task Force as X to this new world and Joker will somehow get involved. I I I don't know. I'm I'm really looking forward to it though. The name's Gemini, and you're listening to The Pop Culture Effect on CJSW 90.9 FM. Now, something that I would like to say not a single person was looking for... Gemini, what's going on with this Overwatch miniseries anime, whatever YouTube it is? So, yeah, it seems like uh, Blizzard is going to be releasing three mini-episodes in a mini-series that is meant to kind of show, uh, talk about the Omnics and how they went from, like, human creations to what they are now in this story of Overwatch and everything. I and if I had a camera, I was going to say, yeah, if, you, if I had a camera, you could clearly see the quotations for story and Overwatch. <laughs> but, one, I will admit, it's interesting how they're finally doing this because for years when they would release like character trailers or even just little like story lore tidbits about certain characters we we've been asking for like a long time now hey y'all are really good at this why don't you just like make a show or an anime out of us that'd be fucking cool because the story of overwatch actually isn't that bad it's pretty good it's what got me into the game even though it's like a fighting game like a fucking team-based combat shooty shooty game but that's besides the point (laughs) like that's what got me into the game was this story of it and it originated as a movie concept and then they were just like well we have this other project titan thing let's just kill that and make overwatch into a game yeah so i went hey we got this overwatch 2 project let's kill what we got i think because of the fact that overwatch 2 has heavily backfired against them mostly because they (laughs) up um i think they're trying to salvage what they can by releasing this because you know it's what we've been asking for a long time it was and i will admit the style and the animation is quite nice it's very fluid very smooth very professionally done it looks quite nice however i don't think we really cared about a lore moment about the Omnics. We kind of already know what happened. They were created, they were abused, and then they overthrew, and then they went to war with humanity. Like, we kind of already knew that. Yeah, my guess is that this is also leading into uh, announcing the new character as well. It Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. with With the next update coming out, they're not only releasing a new character, some maps, they're also adding more 
they're also adding the PvE stuff, which actually does look good. It's supposed to be replayable and stuff as well. Well, I guess that's not too bad, but this but definitely different, feels different, like, like modifiers every week. Genesis definitely feels like a Hail Mary because they're realizing that everything is sinking around them. I would have made an Ocean Gate joke, but I don't think I should. Uh, besides the I point. I mean, you already did say it imploded. Yeah, but, um, you know, so th I think this is a form of a Hail Mary, which if it works, that's great. If it doesn't, not surprised, you know. Yeah, I mean, overall, Blizzard's been. Yeah, they totally worked out just giving their dog turd a new coat of paint. That's all they did. That's literally it. They made all these false promises, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like there is a little bit of hope. But at the same time, it's it's really waning, especially with all these all this different stuff that's happened. Jeff Kaplan leaving. Basically, basically lies that the corporate overlords have been spewing out to their fan base. Yeah, That's like... Definitely. Well, that wasn't it, but... Well, they made the head take the brunt of their... Because they, they, they were saying that the PvE wasn't ma like it wasn't making any money because it was taking too long. So they were just telling people to do what they've been doing and don't do anything that's actually experimental. Yeah, and then they were also under fire due to all the allegations and stuff. Oh yeah, that too. I I mean, Blizzard's been under fire for allegations for years now. Like, I feel like every year a new allegation comes out against Blizzard. Like, that's and... nothing new. That's, yeah, that, that's like a yearly tradition for Blizzard. What is it? Bobby's supposed to be leaving. CEO Bobby Kotek's supposed to be leaving. That's good. No, that's good. Oh, that's, that's very good. good. Yeah, good. Yeah, yay! Edit in me saying, saying I don't yay follow instead that of the other my negative reaction. I was just more saying, hmm, another CEO down. Wow, they drop them like flies over there. That's the world we Hope live in. They replace with another or with someone better. Maybe, hopefully. No, they won't. Yeah, they won't. Yeah, but uh, to finish off this little uh, communal conversation about anime, uh, menace. What has been all any of the other little tidbits or a final roundup of the anime and manga that you've been looking into this week? We got a few anime. A lot of them are just like generalized ones that I figured people would want to hear about. Uh, some of them are ones that I enjoy. Uh, like to start us off, we got Jujutsu Kaisen season two started on July six. I actually started rewatching it just so I could go back up to it. <laughs> uh, we got Attack on Titan finally ends for real this time. Uh, they've been dragging the final chapters out for like a year now. And I'm gonna be the... honest, I didn't even know they made more because after the first season, I felt like it just stopped. Like of the anime. Oh, the... apparently Aaron is now the antagonist of the entire show and wants to commit mass genocide. Yeah. He looks weird. Yeah, uh, but essentially they broke it up into a final final chapter, right? And then they broke the last two episodes. It was taking forever, so they broke it up into two final episodes. And the fi the first of the final episodes aired on March 4th. And this last part is due later this year. I see. And then, uh, we got... In another three months, they'll announce another final episode. <laughs> The finale uh, of the finale from fin the from the final finale. <laughs> we got Baki Hanma. I don't know if you guys know what that oh. is. It's a fighting anime. Big muscly dudes eh. in prison. Um oh, right up your alley. Season <laughs> season two is coming into Netflix on July twenty sixth. Uh Beast Stars is getting its no, I have not actually seen any of Baki, to be honest. So they're making um, another season of Beast Stars? The final season is coming out. How many out. seasons were there? I am not sure. I was gonna say I don't want I'm surprised you don't watch it. Um <laughs> Shut up. 
I never watched. It. I was I was tempted once, but I'm like, mm, I don't know. But that's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I heard it's really good. I just never got around to watching it. And then like certain parts of it, the main glaring part of it, um, turned me away from it. But I mean, yeah. I think last I knew there were one or two seasons, so I guess maybe third. Yeah, not much has actually been out about it besides the announcement that it's coming to 2024. That's fair. Um, another big one though is Black Butler is returning. Uh with a new animator originally animated by a1 pictures this will now be uh, animated by cloverworks oh, and it comes to crunchyroll in 2024 god they're gonna come crawling out of the woodwork again oh not the black butler fans anything but the black uh, butler fans another one i'm really excited for bleach thousand year blood war part two comes out on uh actually it came out yesterday the first episode for it came out yesterday after the waco mundo arc and such it just went downhill this because it's, it's a lot of filler and like you had like the uh oh, non-canon arc best character oh shut up they killed off a best character okay he carried that show your your favorite character yes he carried uh, that show they were destined to be up. together <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> Uh, another one coming out, which is a new one, or I'm actually not sure how, how old it's been, manga-wise, but Delicious in Dungeon. It's a comedy anime where a group of adventurers, who are actually cooks as well, cook up whatever monsters they slay, all in the process of trying to defeat, uh, a magician in an ever-changing dungeon. And that's also okay. coming to Netflix in January. That one sounds good. I would probably watch that. I, I hope it's, like, not one that's all too serious, right? And it's got, like, the funny moments. Yeah, but I also hope it's not like Food Wars, where they're, like, moaning five minutes into the god- Not even five minutes into the goddamn first episode. I don't hey. think it's gonna be that over the top. Hey, the food I is hope good, not. okay? Okay, but, like, when it's five- Like, not even five minutes into the first episode, and this one girl is, like, having the best time of her life with when, this food, when one of your main... and she's, like, when fantasizing we... about the octopus or whatever she's eating, like, doing things. I'm sorry. That's a yeah. little much for a cook. Anime. When, when one of your main things of the anime is that this food will make you bust. Yeah, like, that's a little much. I'm sorry. Like, I thought it was gonna be cool, because I'm like, oh, shit, a cooking anime, that's gonna sound, be that's gonna be cool. Is it gonna be, like, some kind of, like, Hell's Kitchen kind of thing or whatever? No. Well, kind of, but not for, kind of, but but no. for one, kind of, but just for one very specific sin. <laughs> Two, it technically, because there's food, so. Two very specific sins. But as, let, me, let me keep on going the, with this real quick. You gotta uh, you, you gotta get the fan service in somehow. Not, Not all the, the time, five. though. Not in the first five minutes. But another one I'm excited for, I'm just starting this one as well, uh, Hell's Paradise is a, has been confirmed for a season two. Hey, let's that go. one's a, a bunch of, like, criminals and a samurai go around, and they're on this island full of demons, and they're looking for the elixir of life. Oh, that's an interesting plot. It's one of the, uh, it's uh, same in the same vein as Jujutsu Kaisen and Chainsaw Man. They're, like, normal, well, like, people with powers, but, like, the demons that they face are, like, actually really really strong and they have to like use those powers like fighting fire with fire and then one of my one of the most anticipated announcements at least for me panty and stocking is getting a new series entirely made by studio trigger the name of it is literally new panty and stocking that's that's, that's the, really the, that's name, the name of it of the, yes that's the name of it <laughs> and uh not nothing really has been announced besides that it's being made by studio trigger same people that made the the blaze blue anime and uh and stuff like that but i am really excited about about that because uh i haven't even fully watched the the first series and i, I love it it's essentially 
badmouth angels killing demons to get in good graces because they're sex and candy craze angels and they're trying to stay in heaven for as long as possible i mean from the moments that i saw it was it had a good sense of humor to it and uh, oh yeah but uh i think that wraps up all of the adjacent anime news surrounding anime expo and all the other tidbits that have come around for crunchyroll like i was about to say funimation but they got bought out by crunchyroll uh <laughs> But yeah, I'd like to uh, thank everybody for listening today on our uh, just, you know, chill episode talking about shows and games we're excited for. I'd like to implore everyone to go check out all of the different games and shows that were talked about in this episode. I want to implore everyone to go check out all of the rest of the podcasts that are featured on the CJSW website and uh, network. I'd like to thank my two co-hosts today, both Gemini. You're welcome. And Menace. Pleasure as always. For joining me today, talking about all this crazy, wacky anime stuff. And yeah, that about wraps everything up. And we will all see you in the next episode. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. You're listening to The Pop Culture Effect on CJSW 90.9.